the Suns. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. leader. Coming off the court. You hear it straight from a Suns player with Burns and Gambo. Brought to you by America Roofing, Arizona's number one roofer online at americaroofingco.com. For a free estimate or 10% off any roof repair, that's americaroofingco.com. Yeah, we are off the court here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Our weekly visit with one of the Suns players as they are 2-1 and one to start the season. They've got the Golden State Warriors in town tonight, a game that you'll hear right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And joining us right now, we both saw him on the postgame show after the win against the L.A. Clippers, and we're looking forward to our conversation with Jock Landale, who joins us here on Burns and Gambo. Jock, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Well, we're enjoying watching you play and contribute to this team. And just talk about the journey from Australia to St. Mary's to the Summer League with Atlanta, then the Summer League with Milwaukee, to finally getting that shot with the Spurs last season. What was that like for you? Um, yeah, it was it was a bit of a dream come true, to be honest with you. But uh, at the time, I was competing for you know the potential to play in a gold gold medal game and when it all kind of went down. So um, it was a bit of a whirlwind and I wasn't really ever able to soak up the experience of kind of getting that, that phone call from, from Pop and, and Brian and, and all those guys over at the Spurs. But, you know, when I finally, you know, realised what was going on after after the, the bronze medal celebration settled down a little bit, I I was, I mean, I was chuffed. I was super excited with uh, where things landed and, um it was just a realization of a lot of hard work paying off. Yeah, I remember, you know, as a kid watching a guy named Andrew Gaze play for Seton Hall. I don't know if you yeah. know that name at all. You're, I do. He was my coach, actually, when I was growing up. He was your coach. Yeah. Wow, fast yeah. He no, was. I got a great relationship with him. He was a terrific basketball player, and but I just when you think of Australia, you think of rugby, you think of cricket. How popular is basketball in Australia? It's actually the fastest growing sport in Australia right now, so it's really on its way up into the upper echelon of sports. I think there's kind of a big three, and as you said, rugby, cricket, and our our local footy league AFL. Um, but basketball is starting to, you know, break through and really work its way out there. They're constantly selling out crowds down there. And um, I think since we won that first medal uh, at the Olympics and kind of the hype that Paddy Mills brought around it, and now you see the likes of Josh Giddy and Ben Simmons, who are obviously Australians doing really well in the NBA, There is a there's a lot of media attention on the sport itself and those individuals and it's i mean it's growing you know there's a there's a huge um commitment to the junior programs from from local kids but it just kind of runs you know people wear out and move away from it uh because of the lack of attention on our on our on our nbl uh in the past but you know now that that's changing with the help of the nba and their their partnership with the nbl we're seeing a huge boom in the sport and it's becoming really popular jacques landale our guest here on the burns and gambo show is the sun's taking on the warriors tonight tell me about the day you found out you were getting traded to the phoenix sons and what kind of thoughts start going through your head when you hear that news yeah it was it was pretty surreal man um I had actually turned my phone off uh, for a multiple days on end just because I was sick of, you know, 
your instincts during that trade period time um, is, you know, you're always checking what's going on, seeing if your name's being thrown around. And I, 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 it started wearing shit on me. So I turned my phone off and was sitting sitting with my uh, fiancé at, at that point in time, just, um, you know, having lunch during a, a hard day's practice. And uh, my agent kind of called her to say, hey, can you get Jocks to pick up his phone? I've got to talk to him about really, something really important. So she ended up handing the phone over to me and he said, well, you know, you're going to the Phoenix Suns. And and for me, having played against them, having experienced the fan base and the city and, and, and being able to kind of have a, have a little bit of a look inside of what they were doing, uh, also see their record throughout the year last year, it was kind of the ideal situation for me. You know, I... I figured that I'd be able to come in and really play well with CP and Bork and, and compliment those guys off the bench behind DA and for me that's 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 ideal um, you know I love the role that I've carved out for myself and um, I'm pumped to be helping this team you know off to a 2 and one start thus far I saw you. I saw you try to to move. See if anyone's teeth were moving last night. I mean, you got you got hit in the mouth pretty good, but the teeth stayed intact. The teeth stayed intact, and even if they didn't, as I said on that pregame show last night, I'd, I'd be pretty without teeth anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be any. We had Luke Longley here, man. Can't be any worse than Luke Longley. Looks wise. Uh, no, no, he 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 wouldn't mind us saying that either. So I think yeah, I think I'm in good stead there. What was growing up in Australia, and 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 you say it's the fastest growing sport now, but what was it like 15 years ago? Uh, you know, when you were when you were just a kid and starting mm-hmm. to get into sports. Well, you know, a little bit about my backstory is it was so non-existent. I wasn't playing 15 years ago. I kind of only started playing uh, maybe 11 years, 10 years ago. So, um, you know, for me, it was it was pretty much non-existent at that point in time. You know, you, you watch the boomers when they were playing at the Olympics, but... There was no, you weren't really going to watch the local league. You know, there was none of that at that point. They were in a rotten time and they were on the verge of bankruptcy and folding. So, um, yeah, we we really weren't exposed to any kind of basketball. There was next to no, um, you know, televised NBA out there either. Unlike now, you know, they've got it on every day in Australia. But um, yeah, there just there just wasn't anything. Of it, you know, they 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 still had some kids camps, which I was involved in at a young age. But in terms of organised, you know, um, sports like AAU, for example, we have none of that, and we still don't have any of that. High school basketball is is non-existent out there because it's dominated by those big three sports. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done in that regard, and I hope to be a part of that and 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 help the sport kind of grow throughout Australia. And I want to build some programs down there at some point. Um, but yeah, growing up, I really wasn't doing a whole lot of that. I was playing AFL football. I was I was dabbling in some other sports, but yeah, basketball was kind of an afterthought. So how do you get into it then? If it's if it's, uh, I mean, eventually, guy, your size. I mean, you, you just you, you, yeah. you know, I mean, how how um, how do you get into it then? Well, for me, it was for, for me it was. Um, I got really lucky. I got unlucky, but lucky. I had a broken arm and had to go and see a doctor and kind of stumbled across some, some tryouts um, in in Geelong where I was going to school at that point in time. And um, 
you know, they had told me when I was about 14 that I had growth growth plates open to the size of like a six-year-old. So they said I was going to be I was going to be enormous. At that point, I was probably just just breaking six foot. Um, but they said, you know, you've probably got another nine to eleven inches uh, to go. And um, at that point, I just started. I was like, crap. Well, I'm probably too tall to be an AFL player. Um, you know, I'm too tall for any of these other sports. What can I go to? And you know, everyone knows that you know a lot of tall people play basketball. So I was like, all right, I'll sink my teeth into that and give that a crack. And it just kind of evolved from there. Wow, I, that would be fascinating to just like figure out how you how did you get competition? Like how do if there's not, if you're not playing in high school, I mean I'm sure there are some leagues around, but the competition yeah. probably not that good, correct? Yeah, no, it wasn't at that point in time. I think it's definitely gotten a lot better now that there are junior programs that are really taking the sport seriously. Um, but at that point in time, the only good competition was like the state level stuff. So in Australia, you know, a Cal- California would put a team together and they would play against Arizona type thing, and it would be a massive tournament of all of our states. And so that was kind of where that was the that was the goal. You needed to get there to really be seen and, and recognised. And that took me a few years to get there. Um, but at the time I was just it was a lot of you know it was a lot of practice off the court you know we were only practicing twice a week as a team so I had to do a lot of individual work uh, and I I was lucky enough to um, find a guy by the name of Simon Giovanni who was willing to put the time into me and um, you know still one of my best mates to this day and and, and kind of helped me to develop off the court and um, you know go as far as help me get to the NBA so um, it was just a lot of individual work playing once a week against men. Uh, for the most part, I was playing in kind of grown men leagues, but um, yeah, there was it wasn't professional whatsoever. It was just kind of a collection of guys playing hoops. This reminds me the other day, for the, right before the home opener, we were doing our show across the street at the Ainsworth, and there was this uh, this family, this family that came over. They listened to the show from Australia, and and we're talking. Right. We, we were talking. There was a family with you know a mother and a father and like three kids. And I'm like, how did you get into Phoenix Suns basketball? And they said, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley and the Suns, and they were popular. Like, the Suns were popular back then with Charles Barkley. Do you remember anything about Barkley as a player, or is that before your time? That, that's yeah. That was before my time. As I said, I, I came into this sport only ten years ago, so I was I was late. Uh, I was late in, in in getting involved and and seeing. You know, I was watching the first time I was really watching hoops was when you know LeBron was going to Miami. So um, it's crazy how how little uh, I know about the history and and stuff. And I've tried to educate myself on it. And now you know, obviously, I've seen Charles play and and, and his era, but. Um, at that point in time, though, I had I had next to no idea that what was going on in this sport. I will say though, there are a lot of Australian fans of the Phoenix Sun. Like that's one thing I've known is a huge uptick uptick in kind of communication through social media or whatever it might be of people who are fans of the Phoenix Sun. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. I'm sure they're all listening to this interview right now, thinking it's pretty cool that we have you on. Hey, look, we've really enjoyed watching you play. You've been a, just a jolt of energy off that bench. It's been fun to watch. We appreciate your time today. Uh, good luck tonight against the Warriors, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up with you at some point in the future. Thanks, Chuck.
Thanks, fellas. Cheers. Thanks, mate. That's uh, Chuck Landale joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Chuck Landale and Gambo giving him a mate on the might. way out the door. And by the way, I might. happy birthday to Chuck Landale as well, who uh, joined us on his birthday. Happy birthday, Chuck. Hopefully uh, you go out and celebrate with a big game tonight. 